Amen. Glory to God. Genesis 38 from verse 27. I'll do 27 to 30. And it came to pass in the time of her travail that behold, twins were in her womb. The next verse. And it came to pass when she travailed that the one put out his hand and the midwife took and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread. He showed his hand. <laughs> Saying this came out first. It's just too, too much in a hurry. And it came to pass, as he drew back his hand, that behold, the brother came out. Did you see that? And she said, how hast thou broken forth? That's going to be people's testimony about you. Uh, listen to me. How did you come out of debt? How did you come out of that crisis? How did you break out of it? Will be the testimony around you this year. How has thou broken forth? It says the breach is upon thee. Therefore his name was called Pharez. And after came that one that showed his hand first. Tell your neighbor it's not by hand. It's by head. If you've ever been in the living room with your spouse, if they show the hand, it's a bad thing. Once you see the head, oh, this is going to be good. It's really going to be good this morning. And upon his hand, and his name is called Zira. Amen. I want you to preach to four people around you. And I want you to do this intentionally and tell them, I'm born to break forth. Four people, just four. I'm born to break forth. Oh, say it well. I'm born. I'm born to break forth. What I mean to say that you cannot be stuck. You, oh, you didn't hear me. You cannot be held down. You cannot be in the cocoon. You cannot be incarcerated. You are born to break forth. You are going to express every gift, every deposit, everything that they say, oh, this is not for you, it's for your neighbor. Uh, that God has placed inside of you. Get ready for seasons of breaking forth. If this is your word, throw your hands up and shout, thank you, Jesus. I'm talking to the brother who has been depressed, frustrated. For a while now and you're wondering what kind of life is this? What kind of year is this? What kind of relationship is this? God wants me to tell you, get ready for the breakfast. If this is your word, nod your neighbor and say, Pastor, he's talking about me. Tell the moment I'm getting ready to break forth. Say it loud, I'm getting ready to break forth. Since my time to break forth. Father, thank you for the anointing that makes teaching and preaching easy. We ask for understanding in this room. Open up our eyes to see Christ. Let every heart be transformed. And then you release the anointing to break forth in this room upon every soul and every one under the sound of my voice and the influence of this mighty anointing that I feel right now in this room. Be glorified, my Father, in Jesus' matchless name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. On your way to your seat, tell your neighbor, it's time to break forth. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. I say this to you every Sunday that the purpose of theology is for Christology and the purpose of Christology is for soteriology. So I read my Bible to know the role of Christ. Once I know the role of Christ, then I can see the salvation plan. So what delivers salvation to you is Christ, the role of Christ. The message of the gospel is about the message of a whom, a person. A message of a whom is a person, a person. Whom, whom, of whom they have believed, of whom they have believed is about a person. You cannot know God outside of Christ because Christ is the express, accurate, absolute, and precise revelation of God. Did you hear what I said? Christ is the express, absolute, precise revelation of God. So if you ever want to know God, you must look at Christ because when you open your Bible, what you should be looking for is Christ, the role of Christ, Christology. Every time you read your Bible and you don't see poems and historical events, Jesus is what makes the Bible the Bible. Ye search the scriptures, for in them ye think you have eternal life. They are they which testify of me, but you will not come to me that you might know the truth. So Jesus is the revelation in the word of God. The Bible is a book. The word of God is a person. Your Bible can fall to the ground, but the the word of God cannot fall to the ground. Who is the word of God? He is a person. The beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was with him in the beginning. All things were made by him, and without him was anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. This light shines in darkness, and darkness could not comprehend it. So Jesus is the word of God. First John chapter 5 verse 7. First John chapter 5 verse 7. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. He didn't say the Father, the Son, because the Bible recognizes that the Son is the word of God. Oh, you're not with me this morning. It says the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, and these three are one. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. So, the Word of God is a person and his name is Jesus. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. It says, and that when you were a child, thou hast known the Hagios Graphe, the Holy Scriptures, that is able to make thee wise unto soteriology through faith, which is in where? In Christ Jesus. So you read the scriptures to receive salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. The Bible is not a material to learn how to make it in life. The Bible is a material to know what God has done in Christ for you. It's a a Christological material. It's not for history. It's not for anthropology. It's not for archaeology. It is for Christology. The purpose of the Bible is to know the role of Christ. When purpose is not known, misuse is inevitable. The reason why men and women have abused the Bible on pulpit is because they don't know the role of the Bible. The role of the Bible is to show us Christ because he is the living word of God. He is the very God of very God. Jesus is not younger God. Jesus is God. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Everlasting Father. The mighty God. So Jesus is the very God of very God. So when you hear the term son of God, son of God is not like Salem, who is the son of Pastor Flourish, who came out of my loins. No, no. Son of God, let me tell you what it means. The son is the father in the flesh. 
The Son is the Father in the flesh. The Spirit is the Father in the believer. Oh God. The Son is the Father in the flesh. The Spirit is the Father in the believer. So when I say to you that you have the Spirit of God inside of you, what I'm saying to you is that you carry God within you. Oh, one more time. Oh, this is really good. The Son is the Father in the flesh. That is the term Son. Son doesn't mean oh, is the junior version or the younger version of God. It means the Father came in the flesh and they called him Son. The Father came in the flesh and they called him Son. The Father came in the Spirit and they called him Believer. So the Spirit in the Believer, that's God in you. That's God inside of you. That's God inside of you. That's the very God of very God. So the entirety and the totality of the scriptures, of the word of God, is to show you, is to explain to you the very role of Christ. So once you know Christ, once Jesus is revealed, the believer is unveiled. When Jesus is revealed, the believer is unveiled, the devil is displaced. So, hey, hey, come on, this is, I'm going to get into trouble this morning. Any gathering of, be, of people and Jesus is not being preached, guess what? That's just a social gathering. There's a gathering of people and you gather together, Jesus is not being preached, you just had a social gathering. You had an event center. What makes the gathering Christ unto him? shall the gathering of the people be. That means when we gather, we gather to hear of Christ and Christ alone. That's what makes, that's, that's how you know church. That's how you know church. You don't know church by this way my auntie is our father's church. No, no, no. That's not how you name your church. It's our family church. That's not, you know you name a church because when you enter, you hear Christology, you hear about Christ. Timothy says, I wish that all men be saved and to come. Watch this. So, Uncle we read this thing and we stop in verse 2. In this verse, let me show you something. Who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? Is this, this is, can you see this? Now, what is this truth? Show me verse 5. For there is one God. Watch this. Theology, Christology, Soteriology. For there is one God. What is that? Oh, I can hear you. Shouted. For there is one God, theology. And how do you know this God? And one mediator. Oh, so God doesn't do middle man. Ooh. Oh my God. God doesn't do middle man. I don't need a priest for my sins to be forgiven. I don't need a bishop for me to be blessed. I don't need a prophet for me to be anointed. Because God doesn't do middle man. Everybody has access to God right now. When he died on the cross, the Bible says the veil tore from top to bottom. Top to bottom. Top. Nigerians, you know where? From top to bottom. Top to bottom. Not a PC, the veil. The veil tore from top to bottom. Religion sold it back. Religion. So everybody now has access. Watch this. Oh, let, oh God. The flourish, calm down. It says, For there is one God. What's that? Theo and one mediator between God and men. What is that? Is there now the man Christ Jesus? So when you see theology, theology leads you to Christology. Oh, did you see that? Yeah. When you see Christology, what do you have? Salvation. Give me the next verse. Who gave himself as a ransom for all? That's salvation. 
That's the death, burial, and resurrection. So every time you see theology, it brings you to Christology. When you see Christology, it shows you soteriology. This is the message of the gospel. That's how you know. So when I'm talking to you this morning about born to break forth, this is not another motivational speech as acquired to aspire to recover the container. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking, where did that come from? I put it on jet lag and so on. See, see look, that's not what I'm talking about. It's, it's not a motive. It's, I'm showing you that bone, that bone to break forth. The bone is salvation. It's not regular birth. It's that now you have a new birth. You have, oh, shah, gosh. you have a life within you that is designed for breaking forth. Oh, one person got it. You have a life within you that is designed. Hey, hey come listen to me. All men were born equal until some became born again. Forget that thing. We're not equal, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. All men were born equal until some became born again. That means they left one WhatsApp group into another life. Oh, Akuna, are you here? Oh, finally, here. They left that WhatsApp group into another life. Because this life is not the regular life. First Peter, give me First Peter 1 23. It says, Being born again. No, ayah. It's one of those verses that you can stay for 30 minutes. To unpack this thing, it'll take me an hour. It says, Being born again, not of corruptible sperm. That word there is sperm. That means the word of God is God's sperm for production. And the word of God is a person. Oh. Oh, so the day you open the womb of your faith and you and you received Christ into your sushata, into your spirit, the word of God entered and it liveth and abided forever. This word cannot be aborted. Uh, when you say a believer can lose salvation, are you seeing liveth and uh, that means this thing that has entered you, it lives. Don't let it enter. If it enters, it can't leave. That's why the devil doesn't want people to be saved. He knows that once he enters, it is finished. You, you cannot abort what you did not put inside. No, no, this, this one is unabortable. There is a reason why. Clean. The Bible says the angels rejoice over one sinner that repents, not over a sinner that makes it to heaven. In our African, that means he repented. He now walked with God. He now tried. He now did well. He now entered heaven. Say, hey, rejoice in time. Because the angels know that as soon as you accept Christ, one chance. But we don't know over here. But we don't know over here. You see, they rejoice over one sinner that accepts. That means once it happens, they know, ah, forget it. I just came back now. Once you are in the plane and it takes off, feel like say, I forgot my charger. You, vom- you can vomit in the plane. Oh. If you die, they won't throw you out. <laughs> if you fight, they will tie you to the chair. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? But that destination, you are going there. Oh. You are going there. So you better just sit back. Relax and find out the benefits of the people. The earth people, that's the Holy Ghost. 
You remember woman, I enter plane, they give me mineral, they give me this, they give me food. That's the same thing. You enter Christ, they give you blessings, they give you grace, they give you miracles. Because everything is in Christ. Shut It's in Christ. It's in Christ. Everything. So you better get used to it too. Because you are there, you are locked up. You see, when God locked Noah in that ark, eh, Noah may have fallen inside the ark. Noah, yes, he may have fallen inside the ark. He got up again. But the ark is, you can vex from your A1 business class and walk towards Z39 economy, you are still in the plane. You may lose benefits, but that plane, you are in that plane, forget that thing. Forget that thing. You lose benefit too. That means before you come, they served your area, and you don't know. But guess what? That plane, you are inside. It says he leave it. Oh, and that means forever. Because the eternal father cannot give birth to temporary sons. They didn't come to church. Let me come here. No, now. No, it don't make sense now. It don't really align. So an eternal father gives you an eternal sperm and his temporary life. Are, are, you, are you kidding me? Give me the next translation. Let me show you something. For you have been born again. Not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last. Revelation from Ezekiel. Because it comes from the eternal living word. Spermatozoa of God. Give me the next translation. God punish the devil. For through the eternal and living word of God. You have been born again. And this seed that he planted within you can never you can destroy us can a believer lose salvation wrong question can God lose a believer when he says nothing shall be able to separate me for the love of God he paid for your sins past present and future and secured it in eternity what are you talking about? What exactly are you saying? Say, but Pastor Ferris, what of Judas? He was not born again. Read your Bible properly. He never believed in Jesus. I'm talking to believers. So, but they say, they, they say, call Lord. And then the last day, say, Lord, Lord, God, we know you not. So that people, no, no, they were not saved. That's the word of God. They were not saved. They showed up in church, but not born again. They associated with us, but not saved. They came as tasters, they never drank. John says, they went out of us because they were never of us. If they were of us, they would have stayed and they would not have left. You cannot discredit the eternality of the finished work. You keep saying it must be permanent. What the Lord has done for me, including your salvation. Let's start from there. But it's only your miracles that you want to be permanent. Such religious hypocrisy. Give me the next translation. Give me the next. Your new life is not like your old life. 
Your old breath came from mortal sperm. That's what I've been talking to you. Your new breath comes from God's living word. Just think, a life conceived by God himself. That's what it means. You know, you say, um, what, do you mean, what does it mean to be born again? This is what it means. That means your life is conceived by the sperm of God. God has conceived you. Because people don't understand this scripture, that's why they pray foolish prayers. You pray, don't, because you don't know who you are in Christ. You don't know what you have. You don't know that if any man be in Christ, it's not a renovation. It's not a refurbishment. It's not an upgraded version. It's new creation. Say, Pastor, so should we just be misbehaving? No, you are not listening. That's not what I said. That's what you heard. I'm responsible for what I said, not what you heard. Why won't you misbehave? Because the, the person inside of you does not misbehave. So once he starts living his life through inside of you, you find that, that naturally misbehavior not they suit you anymore because there's a new nature within you. The seed may take time to grow, but it never dies. It never dies. It may take time to grow, but it never dies. It's within. Look at you. I will never. Last week, last year, yeah, I will never. Church, I'm done with God. See this thing when they talk. See my friend don't die. See these things. This life, I'm never. Two weeks after, can I just go first service? Why? The seed never dies. Never dies. Two weeks, no, I'm mean, you know, this church thing, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, and I beg, I beg, I know they do. Three months after, I just, I beg, I just go. Why? The seed inside of you never dies. It never dies. It will disturb you. It will wrestle with you. You have conflict within. When you, before, when you do something stupid, you record it and you are proud of it. Now you do something you knew one toes. And now you are losing taste for some things. But the seed never dies. I tell preachers all the time, let the seed do what the seed knows how to do. Stop trying to help the seed do what the seed should do. So I'm not changing my message because I'm not saying certain things. I keep preaching the message and trust the seed to do what the seed knows how to do best. Because I'm not the seed. I was sent to talk about the seed. Not to do the job of the seed. For how shall they hear if they don't have a preacher? That's why I was sent. Are you listening to me? So I say this to all the people all the time. The most dangerous man in the world is the born again who knows that he's born again. It's not Putin. It's, no, it's not. it's not. It's not ritual. It's the believer that knows that he's born again. The believer that this is not a function of hype, it's revelation. The one that knows that, you know what, I am born again. Not the one that thinks or is not sure. The most, that man is dangerous. Be afraid of him. Talk about him anyhow. Treat him anyhow. Let him leave you to God. Body go phone you. Because that man is the most dangerous. I've seen people who have insulted, done things to me, especially the ones I was quiet about. I've seen their lives. Because you are fighting something that is bigger than both of us. And, and so it's not because God is punishing you it's because you just stood up and started boxing the rock uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
you just saw a roll and started hitting the wall. Your hand go tell you, body go phone you. It's not because the rock fought you, the rock was just being the rock. So the rock was doing what the rock does. So when the Bible says, I am the apple of his eyes. If I throw something at you, your default will be to protect your eyes. That means God is committed to protecting me. Committed to protecting me. Committed to protecting me. When the Bible says, leave, vengeance is mine. Let me handle this. Get out of the way. Some of you, you keep, no, no, don't. Get out of the way. Why? Because you know who you are in Christ. Because believers don't have, believers have identity problem. Oh. <laughs> and the identity problem, give me some time, Derek. Identity problem is really serious. So I have a friend. Here why we know him, Pastor Dari. Dari, there's my boy. We're brothers. He grew up thinking certain guy was his father. But along the line, he knew that this is not my father. It affected him for a while. But you know, Dari is very lively, audacious. At some point, graduated, finished. One discussion opened, another discussion opened as we began to pray. We used to laugh at him there and say, maybe your daddy's done good Don't worry, calm down. <laughs> he found his father. And guess what? He ran to see the man somewhere close to this axis. And as he said, as he heard him speaking, that there was this resonance. That's how I sound when I'm healing my guys. The seed had a divine connection. You know, Lion King, when he went to the water, he was... He, he, he was expecting to see something else, but guess what? He saw his father. That is what happened when we opened the water of Christology. When you see Christ, that's the Holy Ghost pointing to him. When you see Christ, that's the Holy Ghost pointing. Once he saw his father, because once you look into the perfect law of liberty, you don't see your flaws. You see, as he is, once he, oh, nakashe, don't mess with me today. Once he saw his father, that was the first time he roared. Before that time, he was behaving like monkey. So your behavior is a sign of the identity crisis. So once he saw his father, he roared for the first time. That means this guy was chopping nonsense before that time. He was eating grass. When lion, they eat meat. Some of you have been eating grass. But today, as you sit properly. Oh, they are not here. As you sit properly, the meat of your industry is coming to you. Okay, not this guy. Let me try my guy. I'm saying the meat of your industry comes to you now. Shout at somebody. Because what you constantly behold is who you eventually become. Oh, you missed it. What you constantly behold is who you eventually become. So he, he kept looking at Christ. And then he saw his father. He, he, he didn't stay there anymore. That's when he did break forth. And he... <laughs> oh God, this is really good. He repented. Repentance is metanoia. Before this time, that uncle had told him the father is angry with him and he felt like a disappointment. 
But once he repented, repent is go back to the penthouse where you fell from. Change your mind about God, metanoia. He went back to his father's house and became really the true king of the jungle. Once you find believers not able to take territory, it's a function that they don't know the identity. Because your power to take territory is tied in your revelation of your identity. Oh God, this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. Your power to take territory is locked up in your revelation of your identity. Once you... I got the glimpse of this many years ago. People of God, I got the glimpse of this many years ago. Nothing could stop it. Nothing could... I was talking to Nick, my... My, my brother-in-law who was saying, man, people, I remember when you were saying this, after this, this will happen. I, I said, yes, I knew it like I knew my name. I said, everybody who knew me that give me a ministry two years, you will know the church. I knew it because I knew it's, 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 it was in my Noah. You can't take it away from me. I, I knew this one like I knew my name. There was something locked up inside of me and I was going to break forth. So everything, some of you are experiencing frustration right now because you are bigger than that cage that your family has put you in. I'm talking to you right there. The frustration you are experiencing right now is that you are bigger than the cage that daddy, mommy. See, stop. Oh, God. Some people can love you out of God's purpose for your life. Family. Oh, oh, yeah. Peter said to Jesus, no, you cannot die. People can love you out of God's purpose for your life. So you don't, don't love me at all. Jesus said to Peter, hey, Satan. Watch this. That same chapter, Jesus said to Peter, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Peter, but the Lord. Jesus said, ah, shoot, Peter, now wow. How are you taking this thing? Strong man. That same chapter says, Satan. Anybody that stops you from accomplishing your destiny is Satan. Is Satan. Satan is not necessarily a horn. It's somebody that stops you from accomplishing your purpose. At that point, he's playing Satan. Satan. Once you know who you are, see, nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you. Once that revelation sits, oh, you're going to happen. You're going to break forth. Oh, you you, you didn't hear me. You're going to happen. Once it sits, you're going to happen. You are going to break forth because something in you just keeps kicking. It's like when the baby is getting ready to come out. Whether you are ready or not, you'll be ready. They tell you in the hospital, pack the pack the the pregnant the delivery bag, pack those things ready because they know that once that pain starts, nothing is important anymore. The baby has to come out. If you, oh God, oh God, oh God. Some of you, the frustration you feel, everything in you is telling you, I'm bigger than this. That is something in your spirit saying, I cannot be defined with the lenses of daddy and mommy. There is a different idea. There is a different mindset that God has given me concerning, and I'm not going to confer with flesh and blood. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. If I'm talking to you, say amen. If I'm talking to you, say amen. amen. So your first birth, let, 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 man, end the share this around. Your first birth, you were born into Adam's curse. Your second birth, your last birth, you were born into God's blessing, Christ's blessing. So your birth determines the blessing. Oh, oh, you, oh, 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 oh. Your birth determines. Oh God. Oh, I explained to you. 
if you were born by Mr. Lokojomo, Lokojomo, who just, who's that? I don't know. Who, who has maybe a, a tie and slippers to his name. You're born there. Your birth determines your, if you're born in Foluko Alakija's house, just your birth. Listen to me. I didn't say your doings determine your blessing. Oh, you, did you get it? Did, did you... Did you get it? I didn't say what you do. Now the time is that you're, you were just born. <sighs> Being born. Not of this corruptible sperm, but this incorruptible one that live it. And ab- so just knowing that you are born again, if you understand it, it destroys the cause. So you cannot be born. Say every cause. Which cause are you causing? Are they causing you and Christ? Because born again is not God and man. Oh, born again is not God with man. Born again is God in man and man in God. That's the spirit of God living inside of you. God the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Can I explain it to you? Very easy. He is God in creation. He is Son in redemption. He is spirit in regeneration. H2O, liquid, ice, vapor. Liquid, solid, vapor. The same. God in creation. Son, spirit in regeneration. So that when I said the spirit of God lives inside of you, it's the same H2O. Yes, sir. Same, same, same God. Same other. So the day you can look into the mirror and see God and not your flaws, you break forth. I said that again. The day you look into the mirror and see God and not your flaws, you will break forth. But once you keep looking into another mirror, the mirror of what they said concerning you, the mirror of the predictions around you, the mirror of men's opinion about you, oh, you've lost it already. <laughs> In your first birth, it was natural by your human parents. Your last birth was supernatural by Abba. In your first birth, you were born into the decay. Every moment you were born, your cells began to die. In your last birth, you were born into eternal life. I was telling first service something very powerful. So if I, I know somebody who lost a child of three months and she was confused. I said, hey, come, listen to me. Death is an ontological reality. As soon as a child is born, it's old enough to die. Are you something? It's very important. Take care of your health. Go do exercise. Do the injections that you need. Do your, do your checkup. But trust in eternal life. What eternal life does in the believers, it reduces the, the aging process of your body. Because there's a superior life inside of you. So you can get to 80 and you're shouting like, Caleb, give me this mountain. I saw WF Kumuyi preaching recently. 80 years old man preaching one hour. Point one, point two. I said there's something. Supernatural life has kicked into this man. And it is reduced. I'm not saying you would age. It will reduce the full-blown effect of aging. That's how Sarah was at that age, still looking like a babe. Beg. Check your grandmother. At that age, a king desired her. King said, give me this babe. Oh my God. I decree that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you. I declare right now it begins to quicken your mortal bodies. 
oh you didn't hear me i said begins to quicken your mortal bodies in the name of jesus okay, i gotta go in your first breath you're a living soul in the last breath guess what you're a quickening spirit you're a life-giving spirit so i give life so then it was i give life because the life-giving spirit lives inside of me you know, in your first birth, your DNA was the Adamic nature of sin. In your last birth, you were born into the righteousness nature. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Look at your name and say, I'm the righteousness of God. Of God in Christ Jesus. So I'm not, see, oh God, let me show you something. First John chapter 5, I love this scripture. First John chapter 5 verse 4. God overcometh the world. And this is the victory. That, that means once you understand that you are born of God, you are a natural overcomer. I say this prophetically to you, church. The recession is coming. Listen to me carefully as a prophet of God. I'm saying this to you that the recession is coming, but God wants me to tell you that in that season of recession, you come into great wealth. Yeah. Okay, not this guy. Try this guy's over here. You, you. That, so listen to me. Listen to me by the Spirit. Some of you, God would have preserved you into great wealth. That you will preserve yourself for the recession when it comes. That when men are cast down, you'll be living in the overflow of your reserve. Listen to me. Hear me. 2023, you'll be living in the overflow of reserve. Because, let me explain this. Give me the next translation. Let me do it for me. Give me the next. It says, every God-born person conquers the world ways. That's recession is one of the ways of the world. Yeah. So when you are born of God, God gives you supernatural ability to conquer recession. Okay, it's not for everybody, but there are some people who this world is for them. God wants me to tell you, when the recession hits, you will buy houses. I hear God say to tell somebody, I'm positioning you for the recession. Oh, you, 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 I'm positioning your business for the recession. Oh, God. You know some people built houses during COVID? People became billionaires during COVID. So what destroyed the world empowered some people that they can never be poor in their life, not another day of their lives. I'm saying to you, the recession is coming. But God, between now and the end of the year, maybe that's why this word has come to you today. God is going to bring you into supernatural overflow to the intent that when the recession starts, you will have more than enough in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Temando Kohosi, Sheprihem Vedebelehasis, Lectepenemehantia Bahasis, Quande Verhestis, tell them I will prosper them in famine. I will prosper you in famine. I will prosper, oh God, oh God, I think anointed. I just wish you believe me. God is saying, I have to tell you, I will prosper you in famine. Oh, whose word is this? I will prosper you in famine. And famine, I will prosper you, says the Spirit of the Lord. Shout amen, somebody. Oh, God. Prosper you in famine. Prosper you in famine. Save the overflow. Save the overflow. I will give you wisdom. You would prosper in famine. You would prosper in famine. <laughs> prosper in famine. Kingdom Bahatezo. Lepenemendia Tosofe. 
for I will bring business into international market for you men will pay you in foreign currency it is for you to save it is for you to keep for the recession shall come says God but you will be living in the overflow you will be living in the overflow it's called spirit sponsored prosperity it's called spirit sponsored prosperity it is called spirit sponsored prosperity I don't know whose word this is but I feel a nudge in my spirit it is called spirit sponsored prosperity that when men are struggling you will be living in the overflow Flow overflow of God's goodness, overflow of God's greatness. If this is your word and you truly believe this word, throw your hands up, shout, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He says, The person who wins out over the world's ways is simply the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Simply, you're gonna out, you see, you're gonna outdo the recession. I'm going to outdo the recession. I know a guy who told me during COVID, Piflo, I, I, I know that people are dying, but God is blessing me. I can't explain it so I can share my testimony because I'll be insensitive. That will be your coded testimony. I prophesy it will be said concerning the logic church. It'd be like saying the economy, you no, know, they affect them for day. I hear the Lord say, this is the season where you will, we will buy our lands. Acquire properties. I don't know why I'm here today, this time, but that's the season where you will acquire properties. Because spirit controlled wealth, resources. There's somebody here with an idea and you're looking for sponsorship. God is saying, I will outdo the things you are asking me for. I will exceed. You know, when, when we say things like this, you think I'm playing. There's a young man in this church. I said this some weeks ago, and I said, you're going to get a phone call. He's doing something that needs maybe $2, billion, $2 million or $3 million. He said, as he got out of church, he got the email straight. The funds that were held down are now released. Come get your money. I'm saying this to you. You can sit like a pillar of salt, like a bumper or a log, or like the first lady of the state of emergency, but that's not my business. Maybe this word is for your neighbor. God wants me to tell you, get ready for spirit sponsored prosperity. I need business opportunities that don't make sense. Opportunities that don't make sense. But God is releasing it you. Shut up, somebody. Oh, see, see, we're just talking. See, we're just talking. Holy Ghost, thank you, Jesus. He says to tell you, I will resurrect your brand. Clink, listen to me. He says, I will resurrect your brand. I don't know what that means to you, but I will resurrect your brand and I will give you double for your trouble. And all the years that the Kankawam and the Caterpillar has taken from you, I would restore, says God, says the Spirit of the Lord. And in this season, you will break forth and the break forth, God will give you sponsorship that doors that you are struggling to knock, God will bring the men and the women to you, says the Spirit of the Lord, not by mind, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. This is your word. Receive it by faith. It is yours in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Feel the anointing of the Lord so strong. Feel the anointing of the Lord so strong. I heard somebody's testimony last week, and the boy got it so right. He said, Papa said before he left, it's your season of emergence. Are you seeing people emerging? 
Are you seeing people emerging all over you? It is your turn. I left saying you're going to emerge. I'm coming back saying you're going to break forth. God is saying something. Oh God, God is saying something. God is saying something. I left saying you're going to emerge. I'm coming back saying you're going to break forth. God is saying something. God is saying something. Do not be trapped in the cage of men's expectation. It is your turn. It is your time. It's your season of manifestation. This is your season, says the Spirit of the Lord. Glory to God. Clap your hands, church. Give God praise. Glory, 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 glory. As we close, what does this have to do with the text? Thank you very much, Derek. And the woman with twin baby. Let's deal with this. There was a man, his name was Judah. Judah married Shua. But they didn't give birth to Shua. But you know, but Judah. <laughs> sorry. Just, you are the serious service. First service got the joke. You, you all didn't get the joke. Judah got married to Shua. And Shua and Judah didn't give birth to Shua, but they gave birth to three sons, Ur, Onan, and Shelah. This is a good script for Nollywood. <laughs> but Logic Studio will handle it if you guys can do it. So Judah went to get a babe for the son called Ur. So Judah went to get Tamar. And Tamar was a beautiful girl, I believe, in the imagination of my, the animation of my imagination. And so Tamar came and got married to Ur. Timidakolo Sange was powerful. It's powerful. I was not in town, so Pastor Larry did the wedding. I was not me. And it was so powerful. But along the line, Ur died. When Ur died, in that funny tradition that we have in Africa, it comes from this law that is not valid in the New Testament. So they went to Onan, who is the second son of Judah, and said, Ur died without a child. Onan, please come and marry Tamar. And impregnate Tamar, not for, that's the problem, not for you, but for your brother, that he may have a name. And Onan is a badding guy. So Onan did not want it, but Onan went into Tamar and became the prelate apostle of the pull-out game. Stop looking at me. Anybody? Look at it there. Look, look at it. Diabella was looking at the scripture in the first service. Looking at it carefully. Brother Vex, said to me, don't do that too. And Ona knew that the seed should not be his. And it came to pass. He went in unto his brother's wife. That he spit the hair pull out. <laughs> on the ground. Lest that he should give seed. 
God, let me show you something. God is not impressed with anything that excites you without empowering you. Oh, okay. 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 Anything that just, oh, yando kosha, that just excites you without empowering you. It was not God who killed Onan. It was their deity that killed Onan. So the deity of that time saw that Onan did this evil and killed Onan. So Uncle Judah now said, ah, come, wait first. Tama marry, eh, eh, bye. <laughs> you come marry Onan. Onan don't go. Come say, come and be going to your first. Not Kishila. And send Judah to Tama, his daughter-in-law. Remain a widow. Uh, fed in a fest. Come and fest be going. Eh? For now. <laughs> Say, peradventure, you kill Sheila too. So, Tama went. Because you said, look at it. Eh, has gone. Onan, gone. He remains Sheila. So he said, ah, reverse. Reverse. <laughs> I told her tonight about Paso. <laughs> We're not very sure where this thing is coming for now. Let's just wait first. The same thing that is constant is that this woman is constant. <laughs> if it's your brother, what will you do? Why are you looking at me like that? Who now lost his wife? So Judah has lost his wife. Judah is in pain. His heart is broken. So Judah is in pain. He's in severe pain. He's in pain. It is severe pain. And there is a road in that village that if you go through that road, there are certain things on that road. So he now woke up one day, Judah, he was going to die. And he did go as a yo. And he did go as a yo. And he did go. He went to that road to. Uh-huh. Everything I'm saying is in the Bible. I'm not even joking. For, for physical panadol. They now told Tama, say, ah, Auntie Komo, your father-in-law, he did pass this road every week now. You know how far? Tama pulled out her widow's garment. You cannot birth destiny with the garment you're wearing. You can't. She pulled her garment and entered the kind of garment that those people wear on that road. Let me talk to you, sisters. I don't care what you feel. It's just how I want to dress. You'll be addressed the way you address. If you dress like a prostitute, they will call you a prostitute. Listen to me. God may not call you a prostitute, but you'll be called. And when you don't say, eh, why are you calling me? You dress like that. You'll be called like that. Say Amen. When you globalize everything that should be privatized and leave nothing to our imagination. Then every day, every day, everybody just wants my body. What are you presenting to them? The only thing you have in your life is your body. Some men are so broke, all they have is money. Some women are so empty, all they have is beauty. There must be something beyond your money and your beauty, male or female. The 
don't now coach it with grace. You know, it's, it's not, I'm not saying God will condemn you for dressing like that, but I'm just saying don't be angry if the world condemns you. You don't you are not wise, you don't have sense. So don't be angry if the world condemns you because you'll be addressed the way you dressed. No vex. No vex, just love it. Amen. So so um no, 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 no. It's all right. I'm just showing you to be nourished by God's word so that you can flourish and the devil nourish. You understand what I'm saying? This, that's what I'm just showing you. Put yourself together, brother. Hold up a minute. So she, Tama now, has removed the and entered um, that hole. You know that gown? I hope you don't have it in your house. Amen. Allen Way. I hope you don't have it somewhere. Because some of you have church clothes and non church clothes. So you have the day of the church and the day of not, 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 not the church. So Judah now came and he did answer you. And saw Tamar and entered Tamar. But Tamar do on street. Tamar run on street. After the transaction, Tamar said to Judah, what are you giving me for this? It, it, it looks like, it looks like Tamar knew that this guy usually goes without. So knew that his modus of, I can't go, me hand, no, they, you know, they drop. You know, they drop shishi. Just keep looking straight when you get home, nod your head. So, <laughs> flourish. <laughs> so he said to Judah, what are you going to give me? Judah said, I will send you a kid. I will send you a kid. I will send you a lamb. Something somewhere was speaking between this transaction. Yes. Judah said, Thomas said, yes, before this kid comes that you are sending to me, I want something. So this man dropped his ring. The ring was a signet ring. It's not this ring. It's that ring that shows your family name that you can buy stuff with. It's like a credit card. It was not just... It's a sign of authority. It was a seal. That means if you wrote something, you put your ring on it in those days, you have signed. So he dropped his ring, dropped his bracelet. Bracelet was a sign of the God you worshipped at that time. So most bracelets will have Y-H-W-H. You know that word we call Yahweh. Yahweh is Y-H-W-H. But you can't pronounce that word, so we put vowel um, sound, sorry, um, vowels. Verse to be able to pronounce it. So you have those things. It showed the God. She was not satisfied. Say, give me your staff. The staff speaks of the gospel. Speaks of the gospel. You know what the staff is? Thy rod and the staff, they comfort me. Held it and say, you can be going. My guy was okay. He went home. The next week, she, he sent the kid. But Tamar was not there. And asked, where is Tamar? They said, there's no prostitute. They said, Judah! 
Three months later, they sent him a message. Judah! He said, Tamadon, Tamadon, Karibele! You know, you are actually innocent until you're proven guilty. But the system of this world and the madness out there, you are actually guilty until proven innocent. Unfortunately, that's the truth. In the court of social media. Twitter, to be precise, the street. Then he said, bring her to me. Let me burn her. How dare you? Who are you? Don't you know me? I'm a brother boy. I'm in Daboski. Bring her to me. Let me deal with this girl. How dare you? And then Tama showed up. Tama, who give you belle? Before they began, someone said, excuse me. I want to have something to say. Since we want to do DNA tests now, I have some proof. Oh, I feel the anointing strong. It's a story, but you, I hope you get the revelation. I have some proof of my, of the father of this child. And then she brought the ring. And then brought the bracelet. At this point, the pressure was getting worse and worse. And Judah was coming down. Hmm? So they brought the three things. So Thomas said, the, the person who owned, and he, yes, had the crest, had the logo. You know how if you went to school in certain university, when you're graduating, all of you have that ring. That is the graduation ring. Something like that. So when she dropped the emblem on the table for the DNA test, there was silence in the heart. Oh, God. Oh my God. Every time the devil tries to question your paternity. <laughs> show him things. What do you show him first? Show him the signet seal. Ephesians 1 13. In whom you also trusted. After you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believe, you were sealed. Hey, Manny, give me this mic. Say the anointing. You, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Then bring the cord, the bracelet. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. We have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry him, Abba, Father. Then bring the staff, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Sealed! And your, it, the Bible even says in Ephesians, grieve not the Holy Ghost, with which you have been sealed to the day of redemption. So your grieving does not unseal the sealing. I know they hear me. Your grieving does not unseal the ceiling. That means it says, Grieve not the Holy Ghost with which you are sealed. It is a grieve the, the Holy Ghost, lest you unseal. 
It says, grip with which you are sealed to the day of... I'm preaching good. I'm preaching good. I'm preaching good. But, but this is not my message. Now she had two children in her womb. And so the day of birth came and asked, you know, they preparing, pushing. The first child came out with one hand. And as soon as the child came out with the hand from the womb, they, tore, they, they put the scarlet rope on his hands. But you don't know birth through hands. You know birth through head. And Christ is the head of the church. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And whilst they recorded that one as first, for the law came by Moses, his first. Uh, yes, yes. But grace and truth came. So they send law message through Moses. Grace and truth says, I'm coming. So he, there was an overtaking. The next child came out. Push. So the, 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 the doctor said, ah, How hast thou broken forth? I prophesy to somebody in this room, this is going to be your testimony. Your family and friends are about to ask you, how did you build the house? How did you relocate like this and you're doing well? How did you pay through school? How did you have the baby? How did you have that? Your testimony will be like Jacob for the Lord. My God brought it to me. I prophesy to somebody in this room, get ready for breaking forth. Well, that's for your neighbor, maybe not for you. God sent me to tell you, get ready. You are about to break forth. For Isaiah says, you shall break forth to the left and to the right. Nothing will be able to stop you. Get ready for breaking forth. If this is your walk, throw your hands up. Shall thank you, Jesus. To overtake. Shall thank you, Jesus. God says the Lord, get ready to overtake. Get ready to overtake. Run, overtake, and recover all. I don't know whose word is this this morning, but God wants me to tell you, get ready for breaking forth. It is your season to break forth. You can't remain where you are anymore. Come out of your past into your future. Get out of your origin into your destiny. Spread your wings and fly. Your soul is escaped like the bird out of the snare of the fowler. Your prison doors are open. Spread your wings and fly. If this is your one, shall thank you, Jesus. Shall thank you, Jesus. Shall thank you, Jesus. Let's discuss this breakfast. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. Let me show you something. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ. The son of David. Jesus was in David's loins. Because Jesus was in Abraham's loins. Next verse. Abraham begat Isaac. Jesus was there. Isaac begat Jacob. Jesus was there. And Jacob begat Judah. And his brethren. Watch this. And Judah begat Phares and Zara of Tamar. And Phares begat Eshron. And Eshron. So Jesus was in the loins of Phares. So it was Jesus saying, No, 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 no. Your hand can come out first, but my head is coming out before you. 
So it was Jesus breaking forth in the loins of the woman. And people of God, this Jesus lives inside of you. Get ready for breaking forth. Oh, come on, come on. That one is too weak. I said, get ready for your breaking forth. I know it seems right now that all your friends have overtaken you. It looks like you are lagging behind. It looks like they've forgotten you. But God sent me to tell you, get ready for breaking forth. The later is the latest. Get ready for breaking forth. Yours will be the best. For the first house in the city is not the best. I don't know whose word is this. There is Christ inside of you. And it's looking for expression. I don't know whose word is this. But God wants me to tell you. You can die like this. You can die like this. The international market is waiting for you. Eyes have not seen but you can sense it in your spirit. Because something keeps pushing you to do supernatural things. Something keeps pushing you to do unusual things. I don't know who they have marked as first in the family. But get ready for breaking forth. This is a prophetic word for somebody. And I don't know where you are sitting or standing in the aisle. But God sent me to tell you. Get ready for the biggest break of your life yet. I've been telling you this for two years now. And I won't stop telling you. Yes indeed. It won't be long now. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You will be able to keep up. And everywhere you look. Blessings. Blessings. Pouring up like wine. I decree in the name of Jesus. Get ready for the biggest break of your life yet. I see you dedicating your baby. I see you dedicating your houses. I see you dedicating your offices. I see you dedicating your estates. I don't know whose word this is, but this is your word. Throw your hands up, shout, thank you, Jesus. Walk out of your seat. Tell 10 people, I'm getting ready to break forth. Make it 10, that's one. I'm getting ready to break forth. I know you know me in this corner, but I'm about to reintroduce myself to you. I'm getting ready for break forth. I'm going to break forth. I'm going to break out. I'm going to break forth. Look at your neighbor. This is not my end. I will introduce myself to you soon. This is not my end. I'm getting ready to break forth. I'm getting ready to tone up. I'm getting ready for celebration. Ascents party after party. Miracles after miracles. As you come to this month, October, November, December, get ready for Thanksgiving upon Thanksgiving. I challenge every power of hell that has held you down all these years. I challenge every systems of darkness that has held you down all this year. Lift up your heads, O ye get. Be ye lifted up, ye ancient everlasting dust, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? He is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces of the heavens and the earth. I decree now that the gates are lifted. I decree that the doors are open. I decree that the mountains disappear. I decree that the valleys are exalted. I decree that the crooked ways are made straight. I decree that the rough paths are made smooth. I don't know whose word this is. God is saying to tell you, I have gone ahead of you. The bridge is on you. 
The bridge is on you. You are designed to break forth. You are a line crosser. You are a barrier breaker. You are a line crosser. You are a barrier breaker. You are breaking forth on every side. You are breaking forth on every side. Greater is Jesus that is in you than the devil that is in the world. I still feel like preaching. I'm so tired and dead man. But I feel the Lord in my spirit. I feel something kicking me. I see something pushing me. You're too small for where you are. Something is about to break. I sense a break in this room. Somebody, your water just broke in the spirit. And your baby is about to come out. You may be uncomfortable right now. But if you push in prayers today, something is going to shoot out in this room. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I sense the heavens being opened. It is not a drizzle. It is not a shower. It is not a sprinkle. It is a deluge. The glory of the Father and the latter man compressed together for you. Whose prophecy is this? Coming to the season of all. Come on, break forth. I tell you now, take the next three minutes in prayers. Decree I'm breaking forth. I can hear you say I'm breaking forth. Shout that I'm breaking forth. Now pray and release an anointing. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Don't stop, open up your mouth. I'm praying for people that have been stuck for a while. Stuck in that job. Stuck in that debt. Stuck in that embarrassment. It's time to break forth. Hold your neighbor to your left and to your right. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I feel it. I feel it. Everyone, come on. Everyone in this room. Oh God. It's a breaking forth. I know it. Okay, that's good. Good, good. I got five minutes with you. Don't stop praying. I'm breaking forth. I don't care whose hands are showing it. But I'm breaking forth. Everywhere open up your mouth Where your father and your mother Your parents couldn't achieve You are going to achieve with these You are breaking fuck I feel it, 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 I feel it. Oh my god. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. The chains on your leg are being broken right now. I see you running now with speed. You are breaking stop. Open up your mouth. My soul is escaped and the bear under the snare of the father. I am breaking fuck. Oh God. I can hear you. I can hear you pray. Shut up and cut up and get the the bigger of Get Pona, get Pona, 
se pronuncia. Every power sitting on your marriage is displaced right now. I heard it. I heard that one. Every system, structure, sitting on your settling is destroyed right now.